This episode is brought to you by Invite. You do all the right things to protect your health. You don't smoke, wear sunscreen, eat healthy meals, and see your doctor for checkups. Still, you could be at an increased risk for cancer because sometimes it's genetic. Take the next step to understand what's in your genes with Invite, a genetic test experts trust. Based on the results, you may be able to potentially lower your risk. Learn more by visiting invitae.com. That's I-N-V-I-T-A-E dot com. Yeah. Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week, well, Han was off the grid. And we're going to like spend the next, like, however long this goes, like, time catching her back up on all the stuff that she missed. Yeah. So I was in Mexico, like, for honestly not that long, maybe like three days <laughs> for spring break. But in that time, I didn't have service. And I really felt like I missed out on quite a bit. Harley sent me, like, a list. But it didn't really make that much sense. So you guys are going to catch me back up. Sorry that we're late, I guess. Also, happy March, everybody. Yeah, it's March. I'm so excited. My heart, like, skips to be every I mean, time it's I been March it. for, like, 10 days. Yeah, but, but like, like, also, but happy like, March. March. Guys, it's March. What happens in March? Like, everything. Okay. <laughs> it all started when Justin Bieber was born on March 1st. Kind of, yeah. And then after that, I don't know. It's the best month out of the year. I'm so excited to, like bracket in like vibe even like yesterday which we're about to get into which was not that fun like didn't it just still feel like march like well it was march but that's what i mean (laughs) (laughs) like basketball games just feel different in march yeah okay well should we get get into it yeah let's get into the nitty-gritty okay remember gritty yeah (laughs) speaking of gritty um that's not what we're talking about right now michigan played michigan state yesterday yeah we watched it yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay moving on (laughs) remember how they played on march 9th aka 3-9 remember 3 and 9 remember 3 and (laughs) 9 so that was like the highlight of the game it was that we played on a 3-9 and because all i did was remember like 3 and 9 yeah we remembered a lot of things we like after the game well okay if you guys don't know we lost I think you probably know that by now. Oh. I guess we should have made a point to, like, real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, backing up. Um, we, we, we did lose to Michigan State. So after the game, it was a, a pretty harsh loss. It was – Harley was having a fit. Excuse me. I was pretty tame for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess for you, you were pretty Like, tame. you saw me during the Villanova championship, so I don't think anything can compare to that. <laughs> That's true. Or perhaps, um, like, any Ohio State game in the last, like, four years. <laughs> and Five. you didn't... My bad. You didn't block the Michigan basketball team after the loss, so that's also a step up. But also, like, people voted and half said yes and half said no, so yeah. I think I'm just going to half block them. Do you think this game was more or less painful of a loss than the Penn State game, considering that's, like, apparently now the metric of how painful Michigan basketball losses are this season? Honestly, I thought the Penn State one was way worse. Okay. Because that's the one where I acted, like, super dramatic about. Yeah. Maybe you're just MSU was just, we, they got our hopes up, Michigan did. Mm -hmm. And then MSU just came out and we're the better team in the second half. And that's why they beat us by 12. (laughs) And I think that's also, like, honestly a big part of it is that 
not to like ever say anything positive about MSU, but like it's not embarrassing to lose to MSU, at least this season. Like they're a good team. So Penn State, on the other hand, that was embarrassing. Um, but I thought this Michigan State loss was a lot more painful than the last time we lost to Michigan State, probably because we like vibed in the first half and mm-hmm. it looked so good. And I was like, this is exactly what like we should expect from a John Beeline team. Like they learned from their mistakes and they came out there and vibed and then we lost and that hurt a little, a lot. Yeah. And also they like wouldn't let us leave. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that was also painful. We were also confined to the like table yet again because the waiter was just disappeared. (laughs) If you listen to our episode like a few episodes ago, the last time we played Minnesota, we like (laughs) like then we it was just it was a mess. So go back and listen to like episode five or whatever that was. But Harley never got her tacos until like the end of the game, and this time they didn't give us our check until half like halftime of the game that came after. So we were stranded there. Rewatching the Michigan State Middle Tennessee State game on Harley's phone, while also like having to watch like Oregon and Washington in the background, which was obviously like super boring. Oh, but yeah. I guess we should like break down the MSU game because like, that's like relevant <laughs> information. Avoiding doing anything, but avoiding doing that at all costs. But yeah, I guess if we like broke it down, um, it would be like highlighted by mostly offensive woes for Michigan in the second half. Um, I think at one point we went like seven minutes without scoring, which is like <laughs> extremely detrimental when you're trying to win. <laughs> Especially if playing in like such a, like an intense atmosphere, such as the Breslin Center. Like, you but they're freaking like basketball hoop things. I hate that. That's so stupid. Yeah. I hate the ism. Um, <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it <laughs> Not to be too controversial, but I hate the zone. Um, yeah. Our team, for lack of better analysis, cannot shoot. Thoughts? Um, I think Michigan offense is just very hit or miss. And, and usually miss. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen like a consistent offense across the board but then again like last year there were a lot of like woes in themselves and um so I can't like bash on this team because they obviously have performed a lot better than what I was expecting like throughout the season as a whole um but yeah a lot of people like made the point to like highlight how we didn't have like basically the like get out of jail kind of shooter um that we had in like um, Muhammad Ali, Adua Rahman, Mo, um, Wagner, or Duncan Robinson, um, because they had obviously the skill and the talent to like. <laughs> they were three point shooters. Yeah, well, not even just that, but they could shoot us out of any kind of situation, is like right. what people were saying. And I agree with that. Like, and I also agree with what people were saying is how Iggy was the person for our offense yesterday. Um, that was supposed to be the um, <laughs> get on a jail card, but he got fouled out. Yeah, and that's kind of the problem, though, is, like, it's great that we have Iggy, but we no one on our team 
<laughs> one on our team is that reliable at all times. Like it's kind of yeah. like there's not that much consistency. So it's like it's great that we had Iggy yesterday, but there are plenty of other players that have stepped up in the past and have shown that they're capable of performing at a level that would have allowed us to beat State. But it's just everyone's like on or off and you just never know who you're going to get. So yesterday we got Iggy. So thank you, Iggy. But why didn't we get anybody else? Um, there was also just like foul trouble across the board. Um, yeah, yeah. I think John Teske had some early fouls too, so that had him out. Um, and we obviously know how like poor our defense becomes when John Teske isn't out on the floor. No one knows what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just like a general thing. Also, everyone was kind of like looking towards like Xavier Simpson to like do something, mm-hmm. and he didn't. Well, they were just like relying on him like too much, and like. Yeah not creating a whole lot of, like, space for, like, Xavier to, like, take over and, like, um, pull off plays. But that's something that they can work on. And um, I I think they just need to be more, like, confident in, like, what they can do. Um, And, like, while it is necessary to, like, depend on, like, an obvious leader on the team, it, it also, like, has to take, like, the second step and, like move forward and, like, expand on it and, like, do something to, like, ensure success. Right. I was about to say something, but I don't remember what. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, I think that we miss Charles Matthews more than we have in a minute because, like, I, I think we were kind of missing Charles Matthews the last time we played State, but we didn't know. But, I mean, after that game – we found out he was injured. And then our last two games without Charles Matthews, like everyone really stepped up. And I don't know like what the factors were. Obviously we were playing teams that aren't quite as good as state, but I think there are probably other like, let's do it for Charles type of factors, or they just all had on days. And I will never know what makes these players hot some days and not others. But today we like really could have, or yesterday we really could have used a Charles Matthews. Um, there have been other times that we could have really used a Charles Matthews where he was on the court. He just wasn't yeah. really playing. So it's nothing new, but it would have been helpful to have him out there. Yeah. I mean, I think going into the game without um, having Charles, I thought it'd be like decent. I mean, it was pretty decent in the first half without Charles Matthews. Um and I was like, okay, so they can still kind of hold their ground against, like, a top 10 team without um, one of their captains. And um, and I don't know, like, what happened along the way. <laughs> I well, guess It's like what you were saying when we played Penn State. Like, I mean, because we vibed in the first half against Michigan State. Like, we looked very dominant. We were up by six at the half, but that should have been, like, 16. Like, that was we, – we looked really, really good. And then the second half seemed to last, like – 10 times longer than the first half but um where am I going with this oh yeah um when, but at early in the second half Michigan State like got a lead and like this is what you said when we played Penn State is like we don't cut deficits like ever we can't come back from things and I think that's our problem is that in the beginning of the season like there was a while when we never trailed in like a single game and I think that was sort of like our like we never really learned how to come back from like, like ever. So every point. time that we've been behind by a decent amount, we've never come back from it. So, hey, John Beeline, if you're listening, if you think they have something they need to work on, 
I don't know how you teach them how to do that, but you heard it from me. <laughs> Let me know if you want any other tips. I feel like that's also like a little different because with losses to, what was it, Iowa? Iowa, we just never let from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it was pretty similar among Penn State. I don't actually remember that one. Um, I blocked it from my memory. And um, oh, you just turned I think if you look through like most losses um, from this past um, regular season, um, if there was any kind of de- deficit – from the get-go, we never had the opportunity to um, either like tie it or overcome it, um, which is kind of terrifying. But then this one was almost like the opposite. Like we were dominant forces, leading from the get-go. It was our game to control and maneuver, and then it just kind of all like slid. <laughs> Did you see? Um, Scott Bell tweeted like at the half he was like great first half for Michigan whatever um, something like Michigan State will make a really good run in the, in the second half and oh, yeah. the results will, of the game will just be determined by how Michigan responds to that um, I do so remember that I think he like can tell the future but um, that's kind of true yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Michigan didn't respond well to that so please work on that guys I really I, I I'm scared for March and I think just like what I said a few minutes earlier was that whoever is out on the floor, like don't rely, I mean, obviously rely on other people like around you, but like sometimes you're going to have to like take it into your own hands and like go above and beyond to like start making plays, start taking shots. Um, they're obviously going to go for uh, mismatches and weak weak shooters, but still, like, you have to contribute somewhere along the lines. You have to be on, and you have to be ready. Um, And just, if we play like that, then, and not to, like, get frustrated easily, like, without making, like, obviously making shots is, like, good to, like, contribute to confidence, but um, it just, you need to like start functioning like without just like okay whatever Xavier Simpson does I will follow suit yeah that's a good that's a good tip (laughs) um yeah I think that's basically it though like I wouldn't say that Michigan State is like that much better of a team like I mean, they clearly like played better than we did yesterday, but it's not something like, oh, Michigan State's just way better. We have no chance. I don't know if anyone's been saying that, but I think if they learn to bounce back from deficits, we've got a good chance there. I think if we, I think we just need to like overcome one, just like one, just so they can get a taste of what it's like to we know do how that to the like. Second time we played Wisconsin, were we ever? I think that was like kind of back and forth throughout most of the yeah, first half. Probably was, but I think like a significant deficit. Yeah, like I don't think we've been ever ever been able to like overcome like a something. Twenty thirteen Michigan Kansas deficit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or just like you're trailing by like ten to twelve points, like just a way to like slowly like get your shots like you don't always have to go for the three because obviously we're not a strong three point shot team, but just like. Play smart. Stop turning over the ball, um, and just look for like when John Teske is being defended by someone who's like five foot eight, and <laughs> give him the ball, <laughs> and and he'll just like set it in the hoop. Honestly, though, that happened a few times. There's, you're just like right there. Give the ball to John. <laughs> there were quite a few moments where I was like, "What are they thinking right now?" Honestly, though, yeah, and, like chucking the ball out of bounds and like, like air balling yeah, yeah. I, I, 
there's several moments where I was like, guys, please wake up. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like, John Teske's really living up to his nickname, Big Sleep tonight. <laughs> 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 Oof. Um, we've had some other takes, though, on the Michigan State game. Do you want to say the first one? Tom Izzo is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. He's a whiny gnome. <laughs> He's like, I don't like to look at him. Honestly, though, he just looks grumpy all the time. Yeah. Imagine him being like Grandpa Tom. And you're like, oh, I have to go visit Grandpa Tom right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just out on the court half the time, like, yelling at refs and yelling at his players. And then, like, Dan Dock, which is like, yes, that's what a coach is supposed to do. And I'm like, shut up, Dan Dock. <laughs> Dan Dock is also annoying. Um, tertiarily annoying um, Waffle Man. Why Why was there a split screen? It honestly wasn't that long for, like, how long we've all been talking about it. It felt like it was 50 years, though. I just felt like the whole game was on a split screen because at the beginning, the post game for the Duke-UNC game was on a split screen with us. And then... Waffle Man, who was just this guy. It was just a, a guy in the is zone, so annoying, um, <laughs> with like a waffle costume on, and like <laughs> that's like really all there is to it. But they felt the need that like he should share the screen. Like it's not that they should just occasionally pan to him. Like he should have a constant presence on the screen. Yeah, like after like they found him in the crowd, he was a constant presence. On this, and I think we're all like scarred, and Michigan fans won't eat waffles anymore. No. Well, if you want to know how college students need to eat their waffles. Let me tell you, Harley knows that because my roommate does this like every time she's over. I just we just put pancake mix in a mug and then put like soy milk in it and put it in the microwave and we eat that like that's not a waffle. Three times. No, but it's like waffle mix and pancake mix is the same thing. It just depends on how you cook it. Okay, so, so like we're a pro like pancake mug cake. People. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we're never gonna put it in waffle form again. Just put it in your mug. That's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna like wear like a pancake mug costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll put me on the TV as a split screen, and I'll just make ugly faces the whole time. Remember when I was gonna wear my banana costumes? I still want to. Yeah. Let's let's do that to promote the pod. Uh-huh. I'm like bring up the last point. Yes. Why was Nick Ward... Okay, no one was talking about this, and it irritated me every time they showed him. They would, like, okay, they would like occasionally pan to Nick Ward sitting on the bench, and he was wearing, like, a Final Four zip-up. And I was, like, has... Like, I just thought that was the weirdest flex, because I don't know if it was meant to be a flex, or if he was just, like, looking in his closet, and he's like, here's a shirt I can wear. But I was, like... I don't know if you're trying to brag that, like, you made it to the Final Four in, like, 2015 or whatever that was, but... Yeah, it's like, let me flex how old I am. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. Yeah. We were like, Nick Ward was alive then, but I guess <laughs> he was. <laughs> well, yes, he was alive. I guess the, like, real question was he was in college then. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's a more accurate question. Shows how much we pay attention to MSU. <laughs> no, that's true, though. Half the guys who were out there were like, wait, who's that? Honestly, though, there were so many people that were on the screen. I was like, you played for Michigan State. <laughs> You'd think we'd be more familiar with them by now, considering we, like... Well, they had to clear their bench, too, because they were, like, getting fouls, and the crowd was being all mad about it, and Tom Nizzo was all mad about it. And they were, and they were like, like, ah. like, let me just, like, point out how it's disproportionate right now, but that's just some tea. Um, okay, we have some discussion questions. Yeah, we do regarding... Do you want to talk... Wait, oh, so we didn't say this, but um, Michigan State and Purdue have, 
like their co Big Ten regular season champions. Um, does anyone care? Um, I think Purdue does. Okay. <laughs> and like, congrats, Spike. Spike. <laughs> um, imagine how happy Spike would have been if it was Michigan and Purdue. I think that would have been the best of both worlds for him, TBH. I think we let him down. How dare we let Spike Allmerich down? How <laughs> dare we? Okay, this loss didn't hurt that much until now. It really, yeah. Shoot. I didn't like think about it Shoot. that way. What? I didn't know to like we ah. let Spike down. Okay, it's <sighs> so difficult to like wrap my head around because oh. it's like the one thing in life I don't ever want to do. <laughs> I can't believe we let him down. Oh. Anyway, um, okay, yeah, Michigan State, real or fake? Moving on to the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament. See, the thing about Michigan State is they lost to Middlesex State in the first round when they were a true seed, and a lot of people had them three years ago, whenever that was. What did I say? Well, like, the last, like, three years, MSU in the um, NCAA tournament have not made it past um, the round of 32. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The like, that says for yeah, that, well, rather that's the furthest they've gotten in the last three years. Like Michigan State does look legit right now, especially because Nick Ward could be back like any second now. But like that doesn't mean anything because Michigan last year had like a good postseason, and you couldn't have guessed that from the regular season. No, and then Michigan <laughs> State didn't like. It's just like. It, I, I guess it just goes back to saying that March Madness is unpredictable, but I do think Michigan State is legit right now, and they look really good, and they'll look even better with Nick Ward back. I just don't know if that can tell us anything about how they're going to perform in the Big Ten tournament or the NCAA tournament. Mm, I think they'll probably make it to like the semifinals in the Big Ten tournament, probably even the championship game. I don't actually know. <laughs> but uh, for the NCAA tournament, honestly – if the likes of, like, Indiana can sweep MSU, I don't personally think okay, they'll that's... make it in the <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, but those are, kind of like the, those are the kind of teams that are, like, the round of 64 and the round of 32 are, like, the Indianas. Indiana. And no, yeah. they're, like, they're going to go gunning for MSU. And honestly, that's rightfully deserved because MSU is probably going to be a one or two. One, no, they're probably going to be a one seed. They might be a Okay, one so seed. they're going to make it to the round of 32. I mean, unless they possible, want, as we learned last year. I was like, anything's possible if we learned last year. Um, but, yeah. They'll I, probably make it to the round of 32. I mean, yeah, I think it would be a very controversial take if you said they wouldn't make it past the first round. But I just – I don't know. I guess I can't answer if Michigan State's real or fake, and that's the beauty of March. <laughs> <laughs> I do think – what I will say is, like, I don't think – About right now in this moment, are they real or fake? Yes, they're real in this moment. Because I don't think – I'm not going to claim it was, like, a, a – like – A fluke? Yes, a fluke. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not going to claim it was, like, a fluke that they beat Michigan in the last two, two games. I think they, that was deserved. Okay. That's interesting. Do you disagree? No, oh, no. I think they're pretty real right now. I think they know how to show some tenacity with injuries, and um, they know how to be a championship-caliber team. Yeah. Because they're definitely probably going to have a win seed. Yeah. Well, they have the win seed the Big Ten tournament, but they'll probably have a one or two seed in the NCAA tournament. I guess it just depends on what happens this week. We'll see. 
Um, next, okay, you can say this discussion section because this is your question. Is this my question or just like my revelation? Just to say it. <laughs> okay, so Eli Brooks is, how do I put this nicely? <laughs> I don't know. How, just say something nice. Okay. I have nothing against Eli Brooks. He was, <laughs> it was a great player in high school, and he was a recruit that we really wanted. Uh, yesterday, when we played Michigan State, everyone was like, <laughs> Eli Brooks is on fire because <laughs> he made one basket. <laughs> I mean, I think he made he one got his that. first points in a game in the last six games he went scoreless and he got one bucket yesterday i'm pretty sure no i think he might have made more after that i think he had two or three. Maybe, at most two and that's all i'll give him and <laughs> okay, it's not up to you it is up to me eli brooks is out there i am honestly considering like what he contributes to the team i mean i guess they were like praising his defensive performance yesterday and yes i think i saw like one steal and i was like oh my gosh that's eli brooks are my glasses off um but i he's just annoying to me (laughs) i i think that's like the nicest thing i could say (laughs) so when he's like out on the floor i'm just annoyed instantly and I'm like, please put someone else in there. Okay, I guess. Anybody. That's my question, too, because I am not as against Eli Brooks as Harley. But, like, yeah. he does kind of frustrate me when he's out there because he so doesn't do anything. He usually just, like, passes it. And he's in. He gets, like, a decent number of minutes. Like, I feel like every other time I look up, he's there. Harley's, like, covering her mouth, trying not to say stuff right now. So, yeah, I guess I'm just wondering why he gets so much playing time. But he did he did look pretty good yesterday. He looked all right yesterday, and I'm pretty good. <laughs> Maybe none of the freshmen are – I don't know. He's not a freshman. No, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe, like, he's like he's more mature, so the freshmen would be like, all right, I get to go play basketball. And they're like, we'll just put Eli Brooks in. Like, he's chill. <laughs> I, I don't think that's how it's going, but I anyway. MSG was like, thank God, Eli Brooks is in. That means we're going to win. <laughs> no, they're probably like, Eli Brooks is in. Who's that? <laughs> Honestly, though, me. <laughs> Remember when we were like, I guess it's as good as mine. <laughs> well, no, you know, you're like, ah, Eli Brooks is in. You know what that means? He's going to have zero points for the entire game. Except for apparently this one. Congratulations. <laughs> his box score won't show that he was on the game. Honestly, though, the box score will just be like, he might as well not have been in because the only thing that he has is minutes. Yes. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. College football time. The official kickoff is right around the corner and preseason is already underway. So what teams are looking tired? Which coaches are in the hot seat? Who are this year's star players? It's never too early to think about opening week's must-see contests. But the big question is, how are you going to watch? Try Sling TV. With Sling TV, you can catch the college games your football-loving heart desires. You'll get great coverage at the lowest price, live, in the comfort of your own home. Sling Orange gives you ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN3. And for just $10 more, you'll get the full coverage sports extra with instant access to SEC Network, Pac-12, and more. Stream college football live with Sling TV and don't miss out. When you sign up now, you'll get your first month for only $15. Just go to sling.com slash vox dash CFB. Hurry, it's starting. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash vox dash CFB. 
Hey, I'm Spencer Hall. I'm Holly Anderson. I'm Ryan Nanny. I'm Jason Kirk. And we're the hosts of the Shutdown Fullcast, your Avengers of College Football Podcast. It says here in the script I'm to riff on what that means. And basically what I mean is it's all already spoiled. Every Tuesday, we talk about everything from cooking disasters to pro wrestling to unfashionable pants we wore in middle school. We also do talk about college football every now and then, like mascot fights, announcers fleeing the booth early, and unfashionable pants that coaches wear now. If you want to take college football exactly as seriously as it should be taken, subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or in your favorite podcast app. Um... So our next question. Okay, wait. You explain these. I don't. I didn't write them. <laughs> um. Yes. So I wanted to talk about how Michigan has been either hot or cold, um, especially regarding our offense and more specifically, like Jordan Poole. Uh, <laughs> how there's either like a game where we're. Um, really on everyone's thriving and shots are falling and we look good and we're dominant like against UNC and Villanova earlier in November um but how like we've kind of seen like scattered performances since then mm-hmm. in which like it's been pretty cold yeah um I guess I don't know what the question is. <laughs> so it's just a discussion section. It's just like a discussion like point. Yes. It's not really a question. Okay. It's like It's like, okay, to piggyback off of that. Yes, exactly. Okay, so piggyback to piggyback to yes, to to build upon that. Um Jordan Poole like a piggy to piggyback. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um I remember at the beginning of the season, I don't have the exact dates. I I don't know why I said that. Um, Bizarre. (laughs) At the beginning of the season, we were like, wow, Jordan Poole does nothing except he made that one shot one time. That's that's what you say, like, all the time. No, no, no. Just the beginning of the season. Hear me out. Um, I think you said that last podcast. (laughs) Okay, wait, no, hear me out. Okay, so then they had, like, a pool party night where they all, like, dressed up in, like, pool party gear. And he was like, it's my time to shine. So he made, like, I think he, he, he had a really good game. And then after that, he kind of had, like, a streak where it was, like, Jordan Poole. And now that streak is gone, and we're like, what has he done except make that one shot that one time? Very um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of my discussion section. But no, I think our entire team is hot and cold. I remember, like, there are nights where, like, Xavier Simpson, John Teske, Charles Matthews, um, Iggy, all, honestly, all of our starters are hot and cold. Like, you can point to a game and say whether they are on or off. There's, like, no one between with them. Even, like, Isaiah, to a certain extent, he's, like, a little bit more, like, consistent, I would say, but he didn't really do anything yesterday. I was, like, yesterday it took him until the second half to make one shot. Yeah. Fall. So, I don't know. I guess, like, maybe, like, knowing that this is, like, kind of what our team is, like, moving forward into tournament time, how this is going to, like, play out for us. Right. And they were like this last year, too. Like, I mean, I think we forget our, that our only good win during – the NCAA tournament last year was against Texas A&M and every other game was like painful to watch and made me want to cry because that team was also on and off and like it's a very similar feeling that you just don't know which team you're going to get so it was just always enough to like skirt skirt by and maybe it will be this year too but I don't know maybe that's like what it is like once we like saw that this team wasn't going to be for lack of a better word, as awful as we thought it was going to be after losing, like, three of our, like, best shooters. Mm -hmm. I feel like most – maybe even just me, but, like, 
I felt like pretty like spoiled in that like that since we were a lot better than what we were all expecting that we kind of like got used to that and like expect more from them um and then like when they give us like disappointing like cold games like we're just like what what the heck guys (laughs) like and that I think that is the case because if you remember earlier in the season when we played like UNC and Villanova we were like excited but apprehensive because we were like this is great that we look so dominant right now but Michigan's MO is sort of being underrated throughout the season and then having a decent like a good postseason run at least as of the last couple years yeah it's true and so we were kind of nervous because we didn't want to go into March under overrated and now I think there's like at least we're not like a a one seed like we're not going to be overrated most likely so that's that's the silver lining I guess you know I think it's just more our style anyways just like you were saying um I think we do better anyway with the underdog mentality because people don't usually take us seriously like woof woof (laughs) oh boy (laughs) (laughs) oh Anyways, we still have a lot to prove, so I think that's pretty decent to have. I wouldn't want to, like, go in with a high seed. Mm-mm. I mean, we obviously well, didn't we'll... last year, so. Yeah. And look how that turned out. I think we just expected too much, and we probably just, like, fell into that trap after having a good, like, November. Um, So, I guess I can't, like, be, like... I think that's probably why I like it was like, it hurt yesterday to lose, but I don't think I could have been like frustrated because honestly, like I thought we would have way more losses than five, like going into the Big Ten tournament. It was a weird season. Honestly, honestly we was. went into it like really like not expecting much. I did not think we'd be this good. And then we were like almost like the number one team in the country for a day. Oh yeah, and then after TBT. that, we, after that, we just haven't. We never left. That level. We never left the top ten. Honestly, that's impressive. It's just when your like really good run is at the beginning of the season when that seems disappointing. But like, we had a good season. We really did, Honestly, and I don't think we should like discredit them at all. I mean, yes, it was super frustrating to lose to MSU twice, um, but. We got to give them credit where it's due. Like, Honestly, I, Michigan basketball, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I guess we need to take a moment to realize the regular season is over, and I'm, like, content with the results. Honestly, though, I, 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 I really season. am. I mean, it, and, you know, you just, like, got to, like, follow the tradition of Michigan athletics and just kind of end on a bitter and disappointing note. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, what was your favorite call of the night? Oh, you mean my favorite ridiculous call? Then the refs decided were like, this is what I'm going to do for my paycheck. Yes, exactly <laughs> what I meant. Okay, so out of all like the nightmarish things that happened yesterday there were like these two calls that were just completely ridiculous and i'm pretty sure if you took to like michigan twitter you'll see it across the board (laughs) yeah so i guess from like one angle we were looking at literally i don't even know who it was because half the people that were out on the floor for msu i was like i've never seen you before in my life um Anyway, he, like, falls down on his own accord, and Xavier Simpson got called for the foul. (laughs) He literally just fell over. He just, like, decided it was time. Or maybe it was, like, some ghost. (laughs) Grayson Allen's ghost. (laughs) Somehow floated up. (laughs) East Lansing and pulled this guy down. And then john teske was called for traveling like some point in the um second half and if you look back on it you're like 
You're like, that did not occur. It's like the ref was not wearing his glasses. No, the ref was just like, oh, wait, I just remembered travel. And he's like, time for that. <laughs> so which one was your favorite? Out of the two? Yeah. Um... I mean, there was multiple other yeah, ones, no, but, but like, these ones stick I, out I pretty I think the, to me. the falling guy, it was pretty funny just because he, I, yeah, who was it? Was it a ghost? <laughs> I think it was he, a ghost. And he just decided to, like, sit down. Was Plop. he tired? <laughs> he just wanted an excuse to, like, get off his feet for a second? I don't know, but Xavier Simpson got blamed for it. What was your favorite? I think it was the Phantom Fowl. Okay. I'm glad we have a unanimous vote there. Remember um, the Quran? <laughs> yes! That's kind of what I was getting from that vibe. That's Again, Xavier. Remember the apology? Yes! <laughs> I forgot about Remember that. Remember when Quran got tackled and got flat? Remember when she, it was like, oh uh, yeah, I was kind of confused about that because like, didn't he get tackled? <laughs> he did. That was like the same level of officiating that we saw. So, so uh, <laughs> maybe I should be a rem. Want to? Not really, because they're like the most hated people <laughs> in the whole wide world. We could promote the pod. <laughs> we, we could like. And no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, I know, <laughs> but like maybe. Um, next week in in Michigan. Oh, next week in basketball. Maybe even just like this week upcoming. Yeah, this week in basketball. It's tournament season. We have a big time tournament. Big tournament. I am so excited. Yes. Remember playing Crash Boys? Yes. <laughs> Remember last year when like every single second of the game they're like playing Crash. Yeah, and they're always like, "Remember last year when Michigan was like in a plane that like crashed and then they went on to win <laughs> and <everyone's laughs> tournament." Like, Wait a minute. That happened? They played their first game in their practice jerseys. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that happened. Um, also remember when Mo wrote that like really like good essay about the plane crash? <laughs> it was like it was so adorable and he was like, I just wanted to finish my class project. Um, okay. <laughs> That's Michigan AF. <laughs> but the bracket is set. We have it right here in front of That's, us. We just unleashed it and we it's like hot off the presses as of like two hours ago. <laughs> yes. So you heard it here first, except probably not. Except probably not if you have, like, Twitter. <laughs> or, like, any form of, like, notifications on for anything. Sports affiliated, yes. Um, so Michigan is a three seed, which we already knew. Um, so the seeds go... So we Mich- got, like, two game by. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to... I don't know how to explain this. I guess just look at a bracket. <laughs> So Google Big Ten tournament bracket and you will find it. <laughs> I mean, do you have anything else you want to say? Okay, let me just like break this down for you. Okay, yeah, you can do okay. that. <laughs> just a little bit. So, um, the first round consists of basically the lower four teams in the Big Ten. So they're gonna like duke it out, basically a play to get in kind of deal. Um, so those four teams to round out the bottom of, of the 14 are Nebraska, Rutgers, Northwestern, and Illinois. So if they, for whatever reason, should this happen, I don't know, if they wanted to become the Big Ten Tournament champions, <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to win five games, essentially. Um, but some teams got um, – a one-game bye, which are like Indiana, Ohio State, Maryland, Penn State, Minnesota, and Iowa. Um, so they're going to 
you know, duke it out later. Um, um, and then the top four teams will play in the quarterfinals. So whoever these um, bottom 12 are going to play either Michigan State, Wisconsin, Purdue, or Michigan. So um, I guess that's probably like the highest we've been in the last like four years <laughs> since me being here. Like we definitely had to, uh, what we, we won all four last year and the year before because we were like a five or six seed. I don't remember that, but I do remember being, I, I do remember that we've won the big 10 tournament every year that I've been a student here. So I think maybe I'm good luck. It's like, you've only been a student here for two years. <laughs> Yeah, freshman year and sophomore year, and now I'm a junior. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot how old I am. I was like, sat through, like, this will be my fifth one. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yep, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to because my freshman year was the playing Crash Boys. Um, I remember, I literally remember, I went to my freshman year. I'm a junior. Yeah, but that was junior. my junior year. Yeah, because you were a junior when I was a freshman. <laughs> um, I remember I went to my French class because I had French that day. Like, parlez-vous mm-hmm. français? Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, actually don't remember which game this was, but it was one of the Big Ten tournament games. I was, like, sitting outside my classroom waiting for it to start watching the game. And then my teacher came out and was like, bonjour, Anna. And I was like, bonjour. And then um, the, then class started, and the game, like, it, it was, like, still going. And so then I just sat out there for all of my class, and I just never went in. And then after class, the professor was like, au revoir. And I was like, au revoir. And that's my story. I was like, that's a great story. Yeah, I'm really bad at telling stories. Whenever I re-listened to that, I was like, why did I feel the need to share that yeah. story? Honestly, though. <laughs> okay. Um, so what do you think our, our chances are? Our chances uh, are? Back to back to back. Back to back to back. Hmm. Uh, also, can I just say, I hate when Michigan State people are saying back to back regular season champs because they're actually just back to back because they don't have the whole championship this year they have half a tournament they have or not half a tournament they have half of a champion championship so it's like back Purdue. to ba so it's like back to ba back to ba no back to ba back to ba no, i'll be back to ba back to ba um but what do you yeah, you're real eager to go out there and be like guess who's the big <laughs> team champion of this regular season and i'm like Y'all forget you, you only half. <laughs> you got half a trophy. <laughs> if you really want the full trophy, you gotta beat Purdue this week. <laughs> also, which means you have to play Purdue. I don't know if you will get the chance. Also, your banners are ugly. Their also, banners are so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> You're just ugly. <laughs> Boom! And that's the podcast. Um, so what do you think? Okay, so in order to win this, we have to win three games. Very nice. <laughs> and I think a big part of that will be if we, I mean, we're probably going to have Charles Matthews back for the entire tournament, so that will be nice. That would be nice. Um, honestly, I don't know what our chances are of winning this tournament because I don't know which team will be out there. Yeah, that's, honest, that's honestly true. Yeah. I mean, most likely, 
I don't want to be like the predictor of the future, but this is just my hot take of what's going to happen. Okay, go so ahead. as we're on the like bottom part of the bracket here, um, most likely we're going to play Iowa. Depending on what, honestly, what Iowa team shows up to and what Michigan team shows up, it could really be a toss up between either team. Um, but me being me, I'm just going to be like, Michigan is better than Iowa, at least in the last like few games Iowa's played. I've not been impressed. Um, which means, mm, see, I think Purdue will probably be playing Minnesota. And depending on what Minnesota does, they could have the chance to beat Purdue because they already did that earlier this week. Well, I guess last week. <laughs> Anyways, um, if that were to happen, Michigan would either be playing Minnesota or Purdue, which we've both beaten those teams, I think, both of them by double digits, at least once we beat Minnesota by double digits. Yes. We played them yes, twice. that's right. Um, and so... And you didn't get your tacos. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Anyways, that would probably just lead us directly to the championship game, which would, which would either have us honestly play. Hmm, it's gonna see. be. It could be Maryland. It could be Maryland or Wisconsin, and I'm so smug that the Big Ten decided, or whoever made this scheduling, put Indiana <laughs> to be <laughs> the chance to play Michigan State because Indiana could beat Ohio State. They. Indiana is MSU's Achilles heel. And, and therefore, <laughs> we could be playing Indiana. Because Indiana could beat Ohio State, we could be playing Indiana in the semifinals, which which is best case scenario. No, we us. would not be playing them in the semifinals. Indiana? Yeah, we wouldn't play them in the semifinals. Oh, I'm sorry. In the, in the in championship. championship. Yeah. You can either play Indiana, which is... I don't remember. I honestly think they did good sweep Michigan again. <laughs> Michigan State, not us. Um, I mean... And then they would be right now. Honestly, though, and um, I, I think it would honestly be a toss up between Maryland and Wisconsin. Wisconsin has been kind of like flatlined a little bit, but somehow they like pull out the win. Um, I, I don't know. And and honestly, like Wisconsin could probably be MSU too. So so what I'm hearing is anything's possible. <laughs> Anything is really truly possible, and it's going to be really fun to watch. But I'm so excited. But and I do think we have as good of a chance we of anybody have a as anybody is decent chance. Yeah, like I'm not gonna say like oh Michigan is the favorite. Obviously they're not because they're a three seed. No. But I do think we have just as good of a chance as MSU, and we have just as good of a chance as Purdue. Like I can't make too strong of a prediction any any other way. Would you agree? I'm pulling for somebody to knock out MSU early because then if they do, it's Michigan's time to shine again. If we can get our act together. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, that was a lot of basketball. I love basketball. (laughs) I don't think we've discussed that much, like, actual basketball on the podcast before. It's usually been, like, remember Duncan, (laughs) and that's, like, the extent of it. You mean like this? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, We have some football vibes to discuss because, yeah, we have a little bit. Um, The NFL Combine was last week, and – oh. Yeah. Rashawn Gary, Chase Movich, David Long, and Devin Bush all, <laughs> all looked really good. Um, I have a fun story. You have a um, fun story? Yeah, about you. Me? Um, <laughs> Harley and Devin Bush are in love. The, no. <laughs> I think Harley had a class with Devin Bush, and they, like, revised each other's papers or something. Yeah, like, 
English like two twenty five. And if that's not what love is, I don't know what love is. <laughs> that's just because Hannah's an English major and, <laughs> and revising and papers. Spends her like whole life <laughs> just yeah, revising papers. Um, <laughs> but, but <laughs> so anyway. <weird. laughs> Uh, Devin Bush, if he ever hears this, which like he won't, he'd be like, That's real. Um, but yeah, all those guys looked really good. Um, Zach Gentry and Karan Higdon also will hopefully like go at some point in the draft. <laughs> um, apparently Zach Gentry didn't perform too well, but like he's tall. That was very nice. The overall analysis. Karan did pretty well. Rashawn Gary could go top 10 so that's exciting and Chase Winovich went on a date with Madonna's daughter and he did actually pretty decently in the combine himself but like I saw in an interview where he was like they're like what's the weirdest question you've been asked and he's like okay fine I'll tell you that I went on a date with Madonna's daughter did you say who are the current projected first round no I that was wrong Do you want to explain to the people who the current projected first round picks are? I don't know. This that is not true. Then why did you put it? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I didn't read it. I accidentally put that like six of our guys are projected first round, but I don't that's think that's probably possible. Just like buyers. Yeah, I heard that somewhere, but I I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but um, they did. Okay, if you had to pick and choose who would go first round, who do you think would be Rashawn Gary? Okay, and probably Devin Bush. Hmm. Very nice. <laughs> but I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think I have to agree. Okay. Um, Anybody that gets any of these guys, honestly, you're getting the real deal because we're going to be pretty weak with all of them. <laughs> and that's the scary thing. It's like, wow, they're like all really good. And we all showed out for the really combine good. and we we're all like... We're like, we had those guys for like a long time. They're just somebody that I used to know. (laughs) It's actually really scary because all those guys are going to be actual contributors in the NFL. Where are you now that I need you? (laughs) Exactly. Well, where were you like when we needed you? I I don't know. I don't know whose fault it is. If it's like our coaching staff or like, I don't, I mean, it's our coaching staff. I don't know who else it would be, but they just never really contributed. want to show out to the combine because they want to get the bag. So it's their fault. Why didn't you guys try enough in college? Come on. <laughs> Why well, get injured when I want money? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Chase Winovich did play in the bowl game, so thank you, Chase. But yeah, that's kind of scary because our football team, I mean, our football team, honestly, like we had a decent football season last year, but we still lost to Notre Dame and OSU with four guys who now we know are going to be probably NFL starters this year. So yikes. how could you forget that we lost to Florida? Because those guys weren't playing. Not all of them, but we still did that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about like the we impact still those did guys had. that. <laughs> I'm talking about the impact those guys had. Um, do you want to go to superlatives? Sugarcoated for the people. But it don't matter. Those guys <laughs> Let me just rag on football for five minutes. Can you see how like shaken up we get when we have to talk about football? <laughs> we really just like we really like just like had this monster unleashed. My face is like burning red right now. I did not enjoy that conversation. Oh, I hate football. Okay, moving on to superlatives. Guess what happened yesterday? I think Harley died. Harley, <laughs> guess what happened yesterday? What happened yesterday? Mo Wagner had his first NBA start. Aww, that, that makes me feel better. It makes me feel so happy in my heart because last. I'm sorry, week- I like went quiet there for a minute. I think football pulled me into the abyss. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, last I week, have to look at this picture really quick. She, we have this picture of Duncan Robinson, like, giggling on our outline that we have for the podcast. And we just, like, put it there so that we can remember joy. <laughs> I feel better now. Okay. So the last time we recorded our podcast, um, Duncan Robinson had just had his first NBA start. And now Aww. our boy Mo has his first NBA start. Aww. So um, thanks, guys, for making our lives better so the winner of or rather or the recipient of first nba start is none other than our beloved mo wagner yes he had 22 points and six rebounds um go mo against the boston celtics so good job mo mo if you're hearing this um if you want so harley and i have this idea that we've been discussing for a while if you want like a sponsor like an endorsement deal you might want to reach out to Ritz Crackers so that oh, why are you, doing it? you can make a commercial where you're like, you want Mo some. Buckets, Mo Hops, Mo Ritz. Like, <laughs> you need Mo Ritz. <laughs> Except for, it's not Ritz. It's like Mo Ritz. But like, like, I think with his accent, he probably says Ritz Crackers like Ritz. So he'd be like, Mo, Mo Buckets, Mo Hops, Mo Ritz. Mo Ritz. Hey, I'm Neil Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge, host of The Vergecast. We've been revamping The Vergecast more and more lately, and we're coming out with episodes twice a week, sometimes even a third bonus episode. On Tuesdays, I talk to influential people around the world of tech, like Microsoft founder Bill Gates and other tech execs like the founder of Lime Scooters, the CEO of Beyond Meat. We've also been talking to a lot of reporters and academics about the major pressing policy issues in tech, like Facebook's content moderation, they're not doing great, YouTube's harassment plan, or lack thereof, and whether or not the government should break up Amazon, which... Maybe it should. And then every Friday, I sit down with executive editor Dieter Bone and Paul Miller for our chat show. We cover the latest in tech news and product reviews. We bring in our other reporters from around the Verge. That show is a party. You should listen to it. You can hear all that and more if you subscribe to the Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'd love for you to listen and join us. So again, subscribe to the Vergecast wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Okay. Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> we are so sorry you had to hear that. I'm not sorry. I didn't think that was good content. Freshman of the week goes to Iggy. Um, that's never a fun award. I'd rather give it to Colin Castleman. <laughs> nothing against being Iggy. <laughs> nothing against Iggy, but I'm just like a big Colin Stanton now. So <laughs> they're the same side bangs. I I can't get over that. <laughs> yes. Um, Iggy is the freshman of the week for like two reasons. One, his performance against MSU before falling out, and then two, for a later award that he will be given. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, okay. AKA his performance against Maryland. Yes. Um, the Vibe of the Vibes Award. We wanted you guys to decide. Is it Iggy or is it Moritz? <laughs> like, Iggy did vibe. Iggy was the Iggy only one, one that vibe the vibes, but, like, Mo, like, also vibed the vibes in his first NBA start. And Iggy, like, someone else needs to step up because I'm sick of giving all these awards to Iggy. Like, I want to give no, it to, No, Iggy, like, if you're listening to this, please don't stop. No, no, no. Iggy, you keep going, but, like, someone else, like, compare, like, compete with Iggy for this. Like, there's no runner-up for Vibe the Vibes. And that's not good. Except for Mo. But Mo doesn't play for Michigan, so... Someone on the Michigan basketball team, please compete with Iggy for Vibe the Vibes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Do you want to say the next one? This is the Consistency Award. Um, Basically, what it means is that this person consistently posts this story on Insta (laughs) and is, like, consistently, like, eating this for breakfast. And so... 
This week's consistency award is David DeJulius because he really loves his blueberry oatmeal and we're really appreciative of that <laughs> every, every morning. We every, stand blueberry oatmeal yes. on this podcast. Yes, this is not a waffle podcast. It's not a pancake oatmeal. podcast, <laughs> but blueberry oatmeal. Every single morning I wake up and David DeJulius is first in my suggest. Well, not my suggested searches, <laughs> but my recent searches because I always check. Every morning he posts this like boomerang of his dining hall oatmeal and his scrambled eggs. <laughs> I'm always like daily grind. Get that oatmeal, David. <laughs> And we're like, oh, I opened my phone and I saw that like Hannah sent me a post from David to Julius. And I was like, if this isn't the blueberry oatmeal, I'm not interested. But I was in fact witnessed some blueberry oatmeal. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Because I would not have accepted anything else. So keep doing the blueberry oatmeal thing. You, it makes you shine. And honestly, you shined. You did. You shined a little yesterday. You did. Could, and when you had your shiny little. star moments, we're like, it's because of the blueberry oatmeal. And everyone around us is really, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Honestly, though, <laughs> listen to this podcast and then you'll understand the blueberry oatmeal. Yeah. If someone, like, says they um, don't understand the blueberry oatmeal, I'm like, that's how I know you're not a real friend because you are listening to my podcast. <laughs> okay. You can say this word because I think it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I didn't write this, guys. <laughs> Hannah helped me make this award. It's called the Silly Award. I and basically, it. whenever Han is, well, it's usually Han that's the most silly of all of us. But it, whenever Han and I like want to be silly, we'll like call either Iggy or Mo by their actual first names. And so <laughs> the Silly Award goes to Ignis and Dash or Maureen's. That's so stupid. It's great. Um, the Kiss Cam Award. This is actually something that like was on Harley's list of things that she was updating me on, and it. Um, oh yeah, you can I made say a point it because to you it. actually watched it. Okay, so against Maryland, Maryland was their student section was kind of being like a little ruthless against like Iggy, and they were calling him like chanting like you were ugly like a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> And who comes up with this? That's so funny. And just like Hannah like mentioned a while ago that like Iggy's kind of like a Mo and he like thrives off like negative energy. And so Mo no not Mo. Oops. Number thirteen. <laughs> I mean like it's easy to get confused. They're both number thirteen. Anyway. You're right. Okay. Um, so like Iggy like hits this like three in the corner, like by um Maryland's fan section shut them up like real quick and he like turns around and like blows like kisses to the student section and I was like remember last it's Iggy (laughs) 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 I am so disappointed Maybe I meant that Mo is back. Maybe I meant that Okay, so, like, last week on our podcast, we were discussing about, like, Iggy and whether he, like, lost his swag because uh, his, like, antics weren't as, like, crazy and ludicrous as it was in the beginning of the season. And so when he did that, I was like, OMG, Hannah, you're not here because, like, you're on vacation in, like, Mexico. And Iggy is being a little (laughs) D-bag. And we love to see And I was thriving watching it. I was like, thank you, Iggy. Please do that consistently, always. We were discussing this before the game yesterday, like before you got there. Um, If you were on the opposing team, who would you hate more, Iggy or Mo? Mm -hmm. Which Mo am I getting? Senior year. Or like last year. You mean last year's Mo? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, mm -hmm. 
That's really difficult. I hate both of them. <laughs> I think I would hate Iggy more. He's just like, Mo is so adorable. I really can't imagine Okay, him. you're just biased. I just love Mo. Okay, yeah. You, why would you ask that question? <laughs> um... <laughs> okay, so we have other sports news. Hard- oh, wait, no, we have one more award. Better <laughs> breakfast award. Blueberry oatmeal is better than waffles. Significantly better than and greater than waffles. Superior to. Yes. Higher. Okay, other sports news. Hashtag sports news. Hashtag sports. Okay, hold on. Let me look at those. <laughs> She's very like, nice. She's nice. <laughs> Duncan to like refill herself, I guess, with joy. <laughs> joy. This is really bizarre. <laughs> Okay, um, let me just take you through um, basically the last, like, few days in college basketball that you should, um, I guess, just, like, moments of note. Um, So, Duke got swept by um, UNC um, in the regular season, as obviously the end of the season was yesterday for Duke and UNC. Anyways, they lost um, 79 to 70. They didn't have Zion. Um, Coach K was like, okay, Zion will probably be back for the ACD- ACDC. Why did I almost do that? <laughs> <laughs> <ACC> tournament. <laughs> Lost my brain. Um, <laughs> but who is to say, TBH, honestly? Honestly, because like he was supposed to be day-to-day, and it clearly wasn't day-to-day, because... Day-to-day usually means, like, maybe he'll play today, maybe he won't, and then he, like, never returns. Maybe I honestly think Zion won't be back until the NCAA tournament, but that's Ooh, just a hot take. Yeah. Um, Auburn got the dub over number five, Tennessee, 84 to 80. Um, the SEC is just trash. <laughs> um, Seton Hall beat uh, Villanova. Villanova just got back into the top 25. I think they were number 23 after – Villanova lost three of the last five games, um, and that's why how they got back, and they got back into the top twenty-five after beating number ten Marquette and Butler, um, but they lost to Seton Hall seventy-nine to seventy-five um, to close out their Big East regular season. Um, but yeah, so Big East tournament starting. Um, number eleven Purdue beat Boiler North- up. Yeah, honestly though, Boiler up. Um, over Northwestern, 70 to 57, and that's how they claim their share of the Big Ten title. Um, but what is scheduling, anyways? Um. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, I, never mind. It's just like, it's not fair because it used to be that, like you would play everybody in the Big Ten twice, and now it's like you play some like four million times, and some you don't play, you only play once. Yeah. And I like made of note that I was like, I'd be more salty if Michigan got the other share, but I'm not salty because that means MSU didn't get um, the Big Ten title outright, so I heart Purdue. <laughs> um, and shout out Spike. Yes, we love Spike. We are a Spike podcast. <laughs> when Spike wins, we all win. Okay, so number 16 Marquette has been slipping and sliding, and honestly, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, whatever. They're like duking it out for the number one spot um, in the Big East, but they lost to Georgetown 86-84. to um, unranked Temple beat number 25 um, UCF, 60, know, UCF. Yeah, UCF beat um, Houston earlier in um, in the week, and that's how UCF moved into the top 25. But they UCF lost to Temple. So on me. They really are. <laughs> uh, they lost 67 to 62. Um, 
But yeah, um, number two, UVA closed out their ACC regular season with a win against Louisville. Um, it was pretty close, and I believe in the second half, but they won 73-68, um, claiming the ACC title um, in the number one spot in the ACC tournament. Um, LSU was under some fire earlier because of like some like wiretapping of their head coach, like talking about like basically like offering athletes money probably because you know it's shading the SEC but like that's probably just like a hot take and me hating the SEC but anyways um LSU beat um Vanderbilt which is not surprising because Vanderbilt had zero wins in conference (laughs) um so they won 80 to 59 and I'm like what like it's hard to beat Vanderbilt anyways uh, some other news, Loyola Chicago, our Cinderella story that we met up our with. Our Cinderella story. Well, yeah, as a basketball viewing, loving fan base, mm-hmm. um, Cinderella story from last year the will Cinderella not be story going. That we put to an end. Yeah, whatever. They were the Cinderella story for those teams that got bounced early um, or didn't make it at all. Um, so they're not going to the NCAA tournament. So I'll miss them. And yeah, they're like, it's kind of sad. <laughs> they were. Why did I put like remember the SEC and then you're like, no, it's not football season. She gave me like a little script for that. She's like, I'm gonna say remember the SEC and then you say, no, it's not football season. But I guess we just broke the fourth wall uh, on that one. So should you want to do because like the SEC is like trash. Let's say it. Come on. Okay, remember the SEC? No, it's not football season. Very nice. <laughs> All right, so to round out the Big Ten standings, um, that's just like the last thing that maybe we should all know. <laughs> You're going to be tested on this, guys, so yeah, listen closely. Rem- remember the order. Um, remember when you like did this from memory? I did. You were like, oh, did you not? I did like the first like six. Oh, okay. But I was like, I don't know who rounds out the bottom to be. <laughs> um... I guess, like, depending on, like, what you're looking at, whether it's, like, the Big Ten tournament seeding or just, like, in general, um, it could be Purdue-MSU or MSU-Purdue. Then it's Michigan, Wisconsin, Maryland, Iowa, Minnesota, Ohio State, Indiana, Illinois, Penn State, Rutgers, Nebraska, and Northwestern. And those are your 14 teams. So we have some other sports news. Um, I don't know, like, why I felt the need to, like, include this, <laughs> but Alex Hornibrook is I think we include it because of your sign that you made yeah, for game I, day. Yeah, I think that's it. During the football season. We just, like, feel a weird attachment to Alex Hornibrook because I made a game day sign about him. And he wears Hollister. Yeah. Uh, or rather, he, or Hollister. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I made a sign for college game day that says Alex Hornibrook still wears Hollister, and they're like, sorry, ma'am, you can't have advertisements on your signs. And they, like, crossed off the H, and then they took all my cliff bars. I had, like, I was, like, I don't like being hungry. So I had, like, my mom had gotten me a Costco-sized thing of cliff bars, and I had, like, I stuffed the them in my drawstring, and, like, and then they were like, you can't bring food into the um, into game day. So I, like put them I was like stuffing them into my pockets and like into my hoodie and like in my hood and I was trying to like pass them down the line I was like everyone sneak one in and then they freaking patted me down and then like took the rest of my cliff bars and I was like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me um wow how did I get onto that rant um because we're discussing Alex Warner bro (laughs) yeah uh next in sports news this I'm like not that 
connected to, but Harley probably is. Um, your Antonio Brown is now a Raider, and that was like the most dramatic thing I've ever seen in sports. <laughs> seen in sports, the way that played played out, I was like, this is more dramatic than the Jordan Woods drama. Um, also, like, I weirdly like you know I don't really follow the NFL mm-hmm. like at all, but I like think I'm like weirdly kind of like a Steelers fan because I've been watching um, really I come to the club, <laughs> but not in like a football way, oh. but in that I've been watching Juju Smith Schuster's vlogs like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so funny. Steelers Nation loves Juju Smith. His vlogs are so adorable. <laughs> and so then, like, indirectly, I was following the Antonio Brown drama because I was just like, wow, is Juju going to have his time to shine? Am I going to get, like, more vlogs about him? I mean, he did, like, post that tweet after it was announced that AB was going to the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. So that's exciting. I don't think I'm a Steelers fan, but I think I'm a Juju fan. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. I love and it, he has a, a dog named Bougie who has her own Instagram. Aww. I think I'm a Bougie fan, too. <laughs> um, but speaking of drama, can you just, like, really quick fill me in with ha- what happened with Jordan Woods when I was off the grid? Because I still haven't, like, caught up. I don't, like, 100% know what's going on because, yeah, so like, I think we all, like, just, like, as a society, we all, like, have like one year for some reason in on like the Kardashians and their drama. Yes. But anyways, like Tristan Thompson, I guess it's like kind of relevant because he's like he, the NBA player. Yeah, I remember watching him last year because I don't really watch the NBA that much, but like during the finals, I was like, Tristan Thompson cheated on Khloe Kardashian. And that's what happened again. <laughs> And then once and again, basically, it's Chloe, right? I can never yes. say that. Right, okay. So she basically like called out Jordan Woods for being like, "You ruined my family," and then like everyone was like making memes about Tristan Thompson, like being like, "I did this on purpose so I wouldn't have to be in the Kardashian clan anymore." Um, <laughs> it was really nice. Um, yeah, it was wild from like start to finish, and I don't actually know like the whole story because I'm like I don't honestly want to pay attention to this. Okay, wait, I know more about it than you do. Then you clearly do because I just know that there was just like beef going on, and then like Chloe is all mad, and I was Jordan Woods like did something. So Jordan Woods is Kylie's best friend from like middle oh right, school. and now they're like no longer friends. Yeah, because so Jordan's like not famous for like any good reason. She just met Kylie in like middle school, and now they literally live together. And like Ky- one of Kylie's lipstick lines is like named after Jordan it's called like Jordan or something <laughs> and, um, very and nice then, um, so like Kylie is like the only reason Jordan is famous at all and then she was caught at a party like Tristan Thompson was cheating on Chloe with her so then everyone was like Jordan you homewrecker but it's like maybe blame Tristan Thompson who we already like knew was a cheater but we like to blame women so we blame Jordan Woods and then apparently but I thought like Jordan had like a relationship with Tristan Thompson before so that's, like, the rumor. Like, there are some people who are saying that, like, they'd been together for, like, a while. And then there's, like, Jordan apparently went on some, like, talk show and claimed that, like, she didn't even, like, want to. Like, he kissed her. Like, honestly, who knows? And honestly, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, true. And more important news, Dunky... Duncan Robinson. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Duncan Robinson. Um, after, it's like the equivalent of me being like, Noodle Jock. <laughs> we have these things we refer to all these basketball players as. For some reason, we've just developed nicknames for them. And then, like, it's so awkward when we accidentally say it on the podcast. Because, like, oh, why, why do we have nicknames for these people we've never met before? But, um, yeah, okay. So, Dun- Duncan Robinson is... We call him Dunky, and we call John Teske Noodle John. Um, moving on, um, Duncan Robinson is back with the Sky Rockets, aka the Sioux Falls Sky Force. Only relevant because he had his first NBA start last week, and no one knew why. And now, he, 
well, no one being us, because I guess we didn't really consult other sources. But now he apparently had quite a game with the Sky Force, so I don't really know what's going on. Um, Other news, not sports-related, can you please explain the cloud macchiato to me? Because I just saw pictures of Ariana Grande, like, sipping or, like, holding. Okay, so basically the cloud macchiato is just, like, thick milk made with eggs. On God, the, like, powder stuff that we put in the milk to make it, like, thick and foamy is made with eggs and it's kind of gross don't buy it it's super expensive and like dumb um ariana grande is supposed to be vegan so um um there's eggs in there um ariana if you're listening there are eggs in that (laughs) um are you truly vegan on the fail list do you want a cloud macchiato? Yeah. Fi- oh yeah. It's sure. it, it. There's like 50 bajillion steps to like make this thing, and it's honestly just like not worth it. Like it's a caramel macchiato, but with like more foam. But it's like not foam. It's just like a thicker consistency. It's just like really weird, and I don't know why we decided to like put that on the menu for whatever reason so if you go to the starbucks on main street um and harley's your barista don't get a club macchiato because she might throw a fit is that fair to say yeah okay yeah. i just judge you <laughs> um fail list number two after cloud macchiato <laughs> okay so earlier um uh, before not the one where, like, Mo had his first NBA start, but the game before that, I believe. Okay, so, like, LeBron, like, chucks the ball to Mo, but then, like, LeBron calls for the ball again, but Mo being Mo was just like, I'm going to vibe this and dunk it, except he missed it, and LeBron was, like, mad, and everyone was like, is Mo still going to have a job after LeBron, like, speaks to him? And I was, like, kind of scared for Mo, TPH. <laughs> um... But, like, what is your point here? Okay, so... Yeah, he has this point. As I often say, I wish I had haters because I feel like my haters would be my motivators. And if there's one thing we know about Mo, it's that his haters are his motivators. And in this case, LeBron is his hater, which I think is, like, pretty sweet. Like, you want to reach a level of success to where, like, Mo or LeBron is your hater. Um, And Mo's haters are his motivators because he vibed in his next game and he had his first NBA start. So... Shout out to Mo. Continuing, continue to allow your haters to motivate you. Um, okay, um, Jordan Woods has made a return back to Instagram. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking breaking news. You heard it here first. <laughs> I didn't know she was off Instagram. I'm because I'm just like cool and detached and don't care about the Kardashians. Um, next Very on, nice. <laughs> next on the fit list is Zion. Because <laughs> so I have a couple points. Um, I heard somewhere that he'd been wearing his shoes for like weeks, which is like a, you don't do that if you're Zion's like size and like level of size. Um, like you're supposed to have a different pair of shoes for every game. So Zion, that one's on you. Also, my brother wants me to tell everyone that RJ Barrett is better and should be a better draft prospect, but Zion will probably still go first overall. But um, Sam, if you're listening, I got you. I'll let everyone know. I've also been saying that because my brother's been like drumming that into my head for a while. Also, Duke is on the fail list because like after all the hype of the season and like they're con- actually not as much, but for a while it was like every time anyone did anything, they're like, Duke did that too. Um, Duke isn't even the favorite to win the ACC tournament. It's Virginia. So <laughs> are you, you're a UVA fan, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to like your guys because Virginia honestly looks dominant. Yes. 
And that's all. <laughs> uh, Scott Bell. I know next to nothing about UVA basketball. I just added them in a fit of rage after losing to Penn State. Okay, but like you're from Virginia. Yes. You're not like a Virginia Tech fan. No. Okay, so you're you're UVA fan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> UVA, honestly, like I don't want to like say anything too like, mm-hmm, but like we might end up after a couple rounds like be left with a team that like be left without a team to root for and we might have to hop on the uva bandwagon choo choo (laughs) so like this is okay we're gonna just say this now so that we aren't like bandwagons fans later if michigan's michigan gets knocked in an early round or like even like a couple rounds in we're hopping on the uva bandwagon that is assuming uva makes it yeah but i think they will i mean they have something to prove after last year And they look really, really good right now. You never know. But they have something to prove after last year. You never know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can you talk about Scott Bell? Because I wasn't there for it. I don't know the, like, full story in itself and, like, if whether, like, it's actually true or not. That's what I mean. Um, I know the story, though. (laughs) Then why don't you just explain it? No, you can explain it. (laughs) So I think the rumor is that MSU Twitter was – no, okay. So the story was, like, MSU's Twitter was rumored to have, like, reported, like, Scott Bell for – hear their comments or whatever and just like being offended but like in actuality like I guess somehow Twitter like thought Scott Bell was like impersonating himself and that's how his like account got suspended but so he was like off Twitter for like a hot minute and everyone was like upset and I was like TBH I miss his funny (laughs) tweets. So like Scott Bell is like a huge Michigan fan who like but he's the kind of person you would hate if you're not a Michigan fan because he's just he's like a troll he just like messes (laughs) with other fans and like I would he'd be so irritating but he's like everyone every Michigan fan's favorite Twitter account and then I think what happened was that Michigan State fans like reported him but what they did was they reported him for like impersonating someone because he has like he has his main account because he's like a sports writer for like some other team that's not Michigan Mm -hmm. and then he has a personal account that he uses to tweet about Michigan so they were like his personal account is impersonating the person in his main account so his Twitter got suspended for a while and everyone was like hashtag free Scott Bell but we got him back in time for the state game so all's well that ends well. Except I feel bad that we had to bring him back for that kind of MSU. Game. I know he was like, "Never mind, I want to be suspended again." I was like, honestly, I'm gonna join you in the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> um, next on the fail list is when I try to talk. So, um, the, just to yeah, um, I can't wait to hear this story. <laughs> I mean, as you've like heard on the <laughs> podcast, sometimes I struggle to speak. Um, but. Um, no, so, like, I was on a spring break trip with um, Young Life, and if you guys know anyone who's in Young Life, like, they're all really good at, like, conversations. <laughs> like, they always, like, n- like ask, like, really deep questions and, like, really get to know each other, whereas I really just, like, like to talk about Michigan basketball, and, like, so, like, I'm constantly in every conversation trying to, like, 
bring up Michigan basketball and people are probably like, this girl is so weird. Why does she keep trying to bring it up? But no one wanted to talk about it with me, probably because either like they're like, you know, we don't care about that or like they wanted to have like more important conversations. So like and I didn't have service at this time, so I couldn't talk about Michigan basketball. I couldn't like go on Twitter and look at them. Like all I could do was look at this picture of Colin Castleton that I posted on the Instagram like 500 times that I have saved on my phone and just look at that in my camera roll. So I was like freaking out because I felt like I was in another world where Michigan basketball didn't exist, which goes on to my next point on the fail list. I started having dreams about like Michigan basketball the whole time that I was in Mexico. And so I had this dream that I guess it was like last year and that Duncan Robinson was academically ineligible to play his fifth year. And I literally- Yes, impossible because he went to Williams College, which is the number one liberal arts school in the country. But um, I learned that from the Doc and Dunk show. <laughs> but in my set your sources. Yeah. <laughs> Source, Doc and Dunk show. Um, I, in the dream, like, so we found out he was academically ineligible. And then, like, he and his mom, like, appeared and they were, like, singing what? songs together to Mark Schlissel to try to, like, convince him to, like, allow him to be eligible. What kind of fever dream are you having? <laughs> and we were all, like, climbing a ladder to, like, try to go reach him. Um, <laughs> this is so bizarre. I don't even know how to, like, respond to this. But, gonna, like, anyway, I woke up, email. like, like oh my gosh, Duncan isn't going to be able to play. And it, Oh, and in my dream, it was, like, on a loudspeaker, like, throughout the world. It was, like, Duncan Robinson is academically ineligible for his fifth year. And I was, like, oh my gosh. And then I woke up and I was like, please get me back to where I can watch Michigan basketball and talk to Hartley again. <laughs> um, what did you do over break? Because that's also on the fail list. Oh, yeah, it honestly is. Okay, so I wasn't going to go anywhere because honestly, I'm like trying to like save money just in case something happens where I need to be in Minnesota in like April, just in case. <laughs> in case you happen to need in to be in Minneapolis. In case I happen to need to be in Minneapolis. For around, any reason. Around, like, April 8th or something. I don't know why, but <laughs> for whatever reason. Whatever. I'm not saying anything at this moment in time. But, so I was like, I'm not going to go anywhere. But then I was like, I'm kind of bored of just, like, being stuck in Michigan. So I was like, I'm going to go to Pittsburgh for, like, a few days. Um, so I, like, went to, like, a hockey game. And I, like, was like, okay, let me just, like, be productive and, like, put a step forward. Because, like, everyone is, like, asking me. And they're like, what are you going to do, like, after you graduate? I'm like, TBH, am I going to graduate? And then, um, so I set up, like, a grad school tour through the University of Pittsburgh because they have, like, one of um, the best, like, PT schools, like, in the country. So I was like, I'll just, like, check it out. Um, and, like, learn more about, like, their campus and stuff. Um, and so I got there early, and their street parking is outrageous. I paid for four hours, $13. And I was like, I will never rag on Ann Arbor again, because that was ridiculous. Anyways, so then I sit in their, like, student union for, like, 45 minutes, and no one showed up. And they just flaked on me. They ghosted her. He honestly did. So I, like, wandered around, like, aimlessly for, like an hour and then I sat in their like library and was literally doing like homework because I was like bored and I had like two more hours on my like parking and I was like I'm getting my money's worth out of this but honestly I got ghosted by a university and they just emailed me back today and I sent them a message on Thursday. <laughs> what did they say? They're like oh we're so sorry that the like tour guide or whatever didn't show up. Would you like to reschedule? I'm like, homie, I'm already back in Ann Arbor. 
we're so sorry for you in this difficult time. So either like compensate me or let me into your school and you decide. <laughs> One's $13 and one is like... They'll know. gain a lot from that. Yeah, and honestly, I'll be paying you. So you decide. The podcast stands in solidarity with you in this difficult time. Thank you. Um, next on the fail list is Michigan State University. Just because every single time we lose to state, I'm reminded that I still would much rather be a Michigan fan than a state fan. On God, yes. Okay, you can say the next one because I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so, like, maybe if you have, like, your ESPN notifications on specifically to, like, tell you stories about Michigan or maybe just, like, ESPN in general. Um, I don't know whether it was through, but I'm pretty sure it was Michigan. Anyways, so they, like, sent out a notification, like, two, three days ago that were, like investigations into like when Michigan's plane went off the runway in 2017 came back that they're like the pilot um did the right thing basically and there's like no foul play I guess which is the like main important point of the story but I was like that was like two years ago <laughs> so the fail is not, like they decided to I don't think it's like a fail list it's just that I was like oh, yeah guys I'm like the story is old news and I'm pretty sure they like concluded that there wasn't that the pilot did like the right thing in like 2017 well, like, people think the pilot like they're like well i guess they're no i think there's like in terms of like the course of action like there's uh, nothing else like the pilot could have done okay. and like what he did was like obviously like necessary to like keep everyone like safe and like alive and so it was just funny to like bring back the memories of the plane crash boys <laughs> Honestly, miss those. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, we'll be reminded about them a lot in the next couple weeks. <laughs> um, Rather just, like, this week moving forward, they'll be like, remember when Michigan's, like, plane went off the runway and really? they went on and won the Big Ten tournament? And I'll be like, yes, I do. I'll be like, wait, when was that? Tell me more. It was in 2017. Oh, okay, wait. Yeah, Didn't, like, like, cut his leg? Yeah, okay, something like that. Um, okay, so our next on the fail list, I thought this was really funny. So you guys all know about UMBC because they're the ones who uh, beat Virginia in the first round last year. It was iconic. Um, UMBC, uh, because Virginia was a one seed, and it was the first time a one seed had ever lost in the first round of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. To a 16 seed. To a 16 seed, yes, but one seed. Yeah. Um, Just to clarify. Yes. Um, so UMBC is University of Maryland, Baltimore County, which I think we all know at this point because they're kind of legends. But <laughs> um, UMBC was playing a lacrosse game and it was going to be on ESPN. But um, the ESPN app had it as Maryland Bible College because they thought that's what, who UMBC was. And UMBC Athletics was tweeting, I hope ESPN realizes we aren't Maryland Bible College before we go on air. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. And then next on the fail list... Dan Dockin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need I, I say more? Oh my! I think I just put that there because I was like, just a reminder. Ugh. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I've been waiting for this moment. So it gets a little weird this time. Oh, that's bizarre. Why would you preface it like that? <laughs> um, so I'm going to – so last week I debuted a fan fiction or specifically an imagine that I'm writing for all of you guys. So it's in the second person. It says you. Um, and you just need to imagine yourself in this scenario. So I have a little um, – 
reminder of what had happened so far. So previously, it was your first day of introduction to Marxism in Angel Hall Auditorium B with your best friend, Robert James Gronkowski, nicknamed Gronk. <laughs> but the GSI, Mark D'Antonio, makes you count off by three, so you're separated from Gronk, and you're in Mark Donnell's discussion section in a secret elevator when suddenly you see a cupola. So that's where we left off. And here is part two. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. I'm not as confident in this one as I was about part one. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait to see where this goes. Suddenly, before you can look at the cute boy, an alarm goes off. The fire alarm, that is. Quick, Mark Donnell says, emergency exit. <laughs> you run outside through the emergency exit onto the diag. You look around. Everyone was walking like there was no fire alarm. But for some reason, all of your discussion section is missing, including Mark Donnell and the cute boy. There was a fire alarm, right? Where did everyone go? Suddenly, a little squirrel vibes up to you. <laughs> you reach into your pocket to find a cliff bar to feed him, but you can't find anything. The squirrel starts to get angry and you get nervous. <laughs> Sorry, you apologize to the squirrel. <laughs> I don't have anything, but it doesn't listen. You look up and see one of your GSIs. For clarification, GSI is graduate student instructor. Okay, cool. <laughs> I realized I never clarified that. Um, Mark D'Antonio, exiting Mason Hall. Help, you yell. Because, <laughs> because of the squirrel. <laughs> and you expect Mark Donnell to save you because he's a GSI, but instead he begins laughing maniacally. Isn't that Mark D'Antonio that we're addressing? Yes. Okay. So, like, you're scared of the squirrel, so you ask Mark D'Antonio for help, but then he just starts laughing. Uh, but you just said Mark D'Antonio. So oh, sorry, sorry. Mark D'Antonio. Okay, I'm, Mark D'Antonio. Mark D'Antonio. Is, like, giggling. <laughs> no, he's like, <laughs> Like a villain? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Please help, you reiterate, but he refuses. Three squirrels vibe over him to, like, over to him like little minions. You watch in shock. <laughs> what? <laughs> what actually are you doing? <laughs> Never, he says. <laughs> you see that Mark D'Antonio is a squirrel. He's a squirrel's attachment. <laughs> hey, a voice booms down from the sky. Listen closely. Mark D'Antonio is harmless, but sometimes when he starts acting up, you need to put him back in his place. You have three tasks, and if you do them properly, you will put D'Antonio back into place. What is this? <laughs> okay, you say nervously. What is going on, you think? First, you must throw this acorn to the squirrel behind Mark D'Antonio. An acorn falls into your lap. A young man appears next to you wearing a number eight jersey. I'll throw it, he says. You nod nervously and hand him the acorn. For a moment... <laughs> no! No! <laughs> moment you're scared you see the cute boy over by hatcher but then you decide to focus at the task at hand the guy in the number eight jersey goes to throw the acorn to the squirrel but he severely underthrows it and it lands right no! in the next Antonio's hands no! <laughs> no you all scream no! <laughs> suddenly a puff of light encompasses the entire diac and dissolves mark d'antonio when you open your eyes mark, <laughs> mark d'antonio has been transformed into a squirrel you are so scared of the squirrel that you run back into Mason Hall, where you see your discussion section looking for you. Where have you been? Mark Donnell asks. Why did you just run away? There was a fire alarm, you say, but nobody believes you. I swear, you exclaim. Suddenly, your best friend Gronk runs into the hallway. Mark Donnell, he exclaims. Please help. My GSI just got turned into a squirrel. Everyone runs away, except for you and the cute boy. Hello, he says. My name is... To be continued... <laughs> I am so 
on earth? How did you come up with that? Did you like it? No. <laughs> I can't believe you put your heart into the fanfiction. You didn't name any names. And I was like, we yeah. all know who number eight is. <laughs> I was like, this oh doesn't really make no. that much sense because he like, he like throws a pig. Oh, he, he might have thrown it. He, he under throws an acorn. <laughs> that is a dead giveaway besides being numbered. But I was like, it would be better if he like, he underthrew it and an Ohio State player caught it. But I was like, he probably did that against MSU also. Oh so. my <laughs> God. I waited all week for that. <laughs> it was not a letdown. You can't pretend it was. <laughs> weirdest thing I have ever experienced. <laughs> that was so weird. Well, on that note, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at hannah.hershey h-a-r-s-h-e um, and you can find me on Twitter at hannah underscore h227 I post very similar content on those accounts. Not really, actually, at all. <laughs> I think Harley's crying. I don't know how to process what I just witnessed. And if you are with me, please, like, validate me. Because that was the weirdest thing, I think, that has happened in, like, the past seven days of my life. And and if you feel the same, please let me know. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Harley underscore Johnson X. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can also find our podcast on Instagram at Twitter at wait on Instagram and Twitter at Views from Pod. And our podcasts are available under Mason Brew Podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and directly on the Mason Brew website. So subscribe, spread the word, um, tell your friends, send it to your friends, post it on Piazza. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Thanks. Um, I think that's all. We will see you guys on Thursday. We'll probably be like kind of a mini pod on Thursday because there won't be as much to go over, but we'll be back on Thursday. Be sure to check out the Big Ten tournament so you can like have some fun watching. Yeah, have some fun (laughs) on your first week back from spring break. Yes. Um, But yeah, go blue. (laughs) Go blue.